We're back. And we'll take it from here. What's going on, guys? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Welcome back to We'll Take It From Here with Joe and Don. You're about to enter the lair. <laughs> <laughs> this is your host, Don Shoemaker, and my co-host, Joe McGone. Man, we, uh, we're happy to be back this week. Um, this is, what, third one in a week? Third one in a week, episode 13. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things are, things are going good. Things are going really good. How's everything with you, man? Everything's going well. Um, I think we had a little fun, uh, weekend trip up to, or not a weekend trip, Saturday trip up to New Milford, Connecticut, where we connected with your good friend, Ronnie. And that was a lot of fun. That was a great episode. So that was an awesome show. Yeah. If you, if you guys haven't heard that one yet, go back to episode 12. He has a lot of like life experience talks about his overcoming adversity. It was really good. I was feeling the vibe. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Uh, but no, this week after that's been really good. Nothing yeah. crazy. Just right a lot of jujitsu, a lot of working out. Uh, you know, I took so much away from that episode we did with Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny. Like we record these shows for for the audience. You know, for you guys listening. But I find myself taking away so much from our shows too. Dude, like, we're from like- our from our different guests. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's that's incredible. No, I agree with you. I it's almost like we're like the front row audience. Yeah, I mean? like, that's, that's what it is. I was thinking about it the whole time, uh, especially. I don't want to say the stuff I'm going through because I'm not going through anything, yeah. but like where I'm at in my life with career wise. Oh, when yeah. I was listening to him while he was speaking, I was almost as if I was listening through the phone because I was like, Shit, yeah, man, it's, it, it's almost like you. Uh, yeah, I relate to it too, yeah. and I find myself. Uh, so if you didn't, you guys didn't listen to the last show, Ronnie went over, uh, what's called a $3 million mindset. And the, the fact of the matter is no matter if you have $3 in your bank account, um, treat it as if you have 3 million yeah. and it's all a mindset and it boosts your confidence. So I find myself kind of thinking about that. Yeah. You know, even from that episode, I was like, you know what? Everything is like I do have three million in there. You yeah, know? exactly. You just act, act that way. And yeah, that's how you do it. And that's what I did. Um, Actually, I took. I was telling you before we mm-hmm. we hopped on. I did that at work because I'm newly bartending. So sometimes when I'm getting asked drinks that I don't really know, I um I tend to get a little nervous in front of the guests. Like I don't show it to them, but in my mind I'm nervous. And I just had the the whole um mindset of I'm a Vegas bartender. I don't know why I chose oh, Vegas. I love but that. I, but I was like, no, I'm a Vegas bartender. And she came up, that. and this woman came up, and she was like, I'm gonna take like. I want a skinny margarita, but I don't – what does that even mean? And I was like, actually, that means you just take out the simple syrup and the triple sec. I'll make it yeah. for you. No worries. And then she was yep. like, oh, my God. And I, and I was like, yo, dude, you killed that. But I was like, $3 million mindset. That's all it That's is. It. It, it, you, know, like if, you know, if you can be confident, that is like the whole battle. Like if you can be <laughs> confident in what you're saying, like you could have even said the wrong thing, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, <laughs> it could have been like, yeah, no problem. I'll just go light on a triple syrup, a little strawberry. Uh, we'll top it with some sugar. Yeah. That one will be a skinny one. Best one you ever have. So and be so like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yo, it's it. You just – Even though it's completely wrong. It's a completely completely bullshit. Is like you could sell someone so – not yeah. that I you should try to sell no, something but it's, to bullshit them. But yeah. You could. You could. Yeah. Uh, on the drink topic, we got a couple drinks here. Yes, we do. So we, uh, we you know, to kick off summer and the beautiful weather, uh, me and Joe were talking. We're like, what drink should we have for today's show? We like to have something. And uh, what do we got today? Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule. Oh, I don't know if I offended anyone by saying Moscow, but Cheers. I don't care. Cheers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moscow. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> no, for Russia, you know. But mm-hmm. Moscow Mules are the best. Um, that's a good drink. Nice little vodka. Freshly squeezed lime juice, which 
is not freshly squeezed upstairs. I'm sorry, but yeah. I don't have a juicer. I could tell. Um, I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. That's actually what's lacking. And um. ginger beer. Yeah, no. So you got to take the nice little, I don't know what this is called. Do you well, know you, these called? are called. Um, I forgot. Oh, what are these called? I just call them the Moscow Mule Glass. <laughs> right, right, right. Saying, guys, the professionals out there, right, is saying, "What's the Moscow Mule Glass?" I completely what is this? What it's oh, called. Growler, Growler. Okay, growler. Is that growler? I think I think so. Uh, no, I, I thought the Growler. No, the Growler is definitely the big ass <laughs> beer you can buy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there's a name for this. this I, forget, is, I forget what it is. I, from now for this episode, we're gonna call it the Moscow Mule Glass, <laughs> even though it's not a glass. It's yeah. a cup, really. But uh, essentially, what you do is you put. Um, Two ounces of any vodka. We chose Tito's. Half ounce lime juice. You could also muddle lime, squeeze lime in there. or And then you just fill the rest up with ginger beer. Um, yep. Gosling's, I think, is the one I used. Okay. Be careful. Sometimes there's diet. Diet doesn't really – it's just the flavor of regular yeah. ginger beer is better in my opinion. You think so? There's really no difference, but you can sort of taste well, it. Well, you know what? If you use diet cranberry, like if you're making a cranberry vodka – wait. Yeah, I know this is a different drink, but yeah. like diet cranberry actually tastes a lot better than regular cranberry. Wait, 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 wait. hold on a second. So I'm going to, you know, at the risk of sounding a little foolish, you know, yeah. I didn't know what a K-cup was a few episodes Right, back. yeah, I know, I know. We're learning. How the hell? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> Sorry, I was going. How is there diet cranberry juice when you just squeeze it? Just... Don't ask questions. I just, <laughs> it's just, just diet. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, bro. <laughs> All right, so I, it's like it's less tangy. You know how like cranberry is like really tangy. You're talking about like that, strong like the feeling. yeah, the strong cranberry, yeah. like kind of like bitter. Tar- like tart bitter yeah, yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. With the diet, you don't have that. Oh. So I don't know. It's just it tastes a lot better to mix it that way. I'm gonna try this. Yeah, now. bartender secrets. Bartender secrets. <laughs> Don's been a you're, you've been a bartender. Yeah, for my past year, life, right? I was yeah. a bartender, bartender for like nice. a year. Um, and uh, so I have a little bit of experience there, but didn't really know what I was doing. But I made it. I made it work. Mindset. Three million dollar mindset. Yeah, you did. How many Moscow mules so, did you make? I have. I've oh, made like two. A ton so, so far. A ton. I really? made a, a lot of Moscow mules. Um, I actually made what was becoming like my signature drink was mojitos. Ah, mojitos. Because I worked a lot in the summer, and everybody always asked, "Oh, what's a refreshing drink?" And my go-to to recommend was always a mojito. Damn. Um, so I would always keep mint stocked, you know, behind the bar. And uh, we had fresh mint at the bar I worked yeah. at as well. We had it growing yeah. on the property. So we had fresh mint. And what I would do – so your normal mojito uh, I, I, is just um, with club soda typically. Yeah, you top and it off. What I did was I learned this from another bartender. Um, her name was Sam. And uh, best bartender you ever meet, you okay. know. Uh, if she watches this, I'm just, you know, brownie points. So, uh, <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, I would add, um, sour, a little bit of sour mix to, oh, to the mojito. Interesting. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know, kind of gave it a really good, good flavor. Nice. Um, so, and that was her creation. I was like, wow, that's actually really so good. It's like a sour mojito. Huh. Yeah. So you do a little bit of club soda yeah. and then you top it with a little bit of sour. Nice. And I don't know, it was good. So. Damn. What was your what was your go to? I guess that was that you could say is like your the drink you always killed. Uh yeah, that was always uh, the one. Like I had some people that would come in on like Sundays. Uh, they would sit out. We had an outside seating, mm-hmm. and they would always be like, "All right, mojitos." And I mean, they get like freaking oh, a yeah. lot. I'd be making like I don't know twelve of them, you know. And then they would tell somebody else, and then I make more. 
And I mean, they're a pain in the ass to make because you got to muddle the the lime or the um yeah, I would muddle lime, yep. uh, muddle mojito, add a packet of sugar, yeah. Then uh, what was it? Rum and mojitos. It's rum. Yeah. Rum and mojito, and then I'll do the little bit of club soda and then the sour mix. Shake yeah. it all up, and there you go. It sounds so fucking good. It was right good. Now. It was really good. It sounds so good right now. So if you have any to the listeners, if you have any uh, drink recommendations you want us to try, that's not anything too crazy. We'll try it on the show. Why not? Fuck it. You send it in, send us so, the recipe. Send we'll it in. It. I think Don still needs to make a cherry chocolate yes. espresso martini. A cherry, it? yeah, cherry chocolate espresso martini. Dude, yeah. espresso martinis are so... You I'll, know what? I think I just found a new love for Bailey's. Like, I never drank Bailey's really? before. No, I like Bailey's. But, like, now I can see why people will drink Bailey's on the rock. They'll, they'll, they'll ask for a big rock and then just put Bailey's in it. And at first, I was like, what are you doing? And I'm, now I'm like, oh... Really? No, I know what you're doing. I don't think I've ever had Bailey, Bailey's on the Rocks. No, I definitely Probably. never had that. Bailey's on the um, I could imagine I've never had it. Okay. But just the fact that like – have you ever made an esp- like a normal espresso martini with yeah. and without Bailey's? Yes. And maybe this is just your preference. What do you prefer? Uh, I don't drink them enough to know. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I think that cream is amazing. Yeah, the, from the, from the yeah. Bailey's? Yeah. Like I had a guy ask me for an Ar- Irish coffee. Okay. And I started making it, so I put like the what was it, the four ounce? I put a four, or excuse me, four ounce. Jesus, I get that guy drunk as fuck. That's a lot of that's an a lot ounce, of <laughs> an ounce of JMO. Then I put a half ounce of Bailey's, and while I was putting it in, he goes, "Whoa, whoa what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Sir," because I, I I didn't know. I thought that's how you make Irish Thought's coffee. Like, yeah. And I was like, "Sir," I, I was good with him at the right. time. I was like, "Trust me, you'll like it." Uh-huh. And I put the coffee, and he was like, "Oh, fuck. he liked it." Yeah. Did you do Kahlua in there too? No. Oh, espresso martini. I'll do equal parts. What with the Irish coffee? Oh, no. Kahlua, no. Just Jameson. And, Just Jameson. Uh, I, I'll put coffee. Like I'll go back gotcha. to the kitchen to get actual hot coffee, and okay. I'll mix that with Jameson and Bailey's. What was like, what's like the craziest drink you've ever been asked to make? Can you think of anything? Um, Has I haven't anybody asked any... you some off the wall? Yes, like... yes. And we didn't have it. And he was like, because this guy was <laughs> testing me, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And, I was, and he was like, you have Hogarden and a beer. And oh, that's like, good beer. Yeah, it is good beer. But it's I was like, beer. no, we don't. He goes, you have Frambois? And I was and in, and I know he didn't, but I was like in my head, what the fuck is Frambois? I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Right, right. Uh, but I was like, uh, no, we don't. He goes, oh, I was gonna ask you to make uh, me a dirty hoe. And I'm like, where do you people come up with these drinks? I heard of the dirty hoe. Dirty hoe. I also heard of you ever heard of angry hoe. No, it's not angry, angry orchard. orchard and hoe garden. And hoe garden. It's good. It's good. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's that angry hoe again. Yeah, right. Step, step right up, dude. <laughs> dude I have to say. The crazy – I haven't had anything really like besides Dirty Ho, yeah. which I didn't make. I think a Cadillac Margarita. Cadillac Margarita. So I replaced – I didn't put in the triple or the simple because she wanted it. <laughs> I don't know. She – Did you say, sorry, we're out of the Cadillac Margarita, but I do have Mercedes. Mercedes. That's what I should have said, dude. She was like – and we were getting – yo, it's always when you're like the most – I don't know if you, any of you ever worked in the restaurant industry. The term weeded means you're yeah. completely slammed and in busy. The we- in, the and in the weeds. right? Or, or weeded. And uh, I was weeded because we were getting crushed the bar. And I was just hoping like, you know, she was asking for something cool like a martini. Yeah. Just put the vodka in there. Shake it up. No, she asked for a Cadillac margarita. Oh, I literally just said, yeah, man, no worries. Turned to the vet bartender. I was like, what the fuck is a Cadillac <laughs> margarita? She, she got me through it. So the first like day or two that I was bartending, this customer, awesome dude, his name was Jason. Uh, they came in like all the time. They're regulars. And he goes, hey, Don, you know, what's up, man? And I already known him from serving. So 
we kind of like had the relationship or whatever. He's like, yo, can I get a, uh, can I get a Miami Vice? And I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that for you. I'll be right back. And I go to the other bartender and I'm like, hey, uh, Jason, uh, he, he wants a Miami Vice. You know, how, how do I make that? And the bartender goes, uh, ask Kat. She's the other bartender. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't she tell me? So I go ask the other bartender, hey, uh, Kat, what's, what's the Miami Vice? You know, I, I got to make it for Jason. I'm running behind. And I got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? What's a Miami Vice? I Google it. It's he and he's over there laughing. And I uh, Google it. It's a fucking uh, frozen margarita where you have to make two and pour it with two different blenders and pour it in so that it's like a swirl. Oh my! One God. red and one white, and you pour it in together so that it's like it swirls into your cup. It sounds pretty cool. It's really cool, but this is like something you usually get on like a cruise ship that has for the, sure has the pre-made fucking things where yeah. all they have to do is like pull the button yeah. or pull the lever. And so he's over there laughing and he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with oh, you. Oh, this guy. Oh, my yeah, God. And, and the other bartender's new too and because I, I was oh. new. <laughs> yeah. So they were they were messing with me. But uh, yeah. So if you ever hear somebody say Miami Vice, be like, no, the blender's broken. The blender's broken. <laughs> I don't even think we have a blender. So fuck. That's a good thing. That is a, a good, good thing. thing. But Dude, I like I, it's I like just kind of fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck you know, yeah. it's fun. That You got to have fun with it. For and sure. it's cool to have customers that, you know, uh, have fun with you, you know. For sure. Damn. This is a good one. This is good. Oh, man. So how was your week? You know, it was pretty good. Uh, work is good. Okay. Um, good. That's always a good thing. Been, uh, you know, been out of my routine a little bit. Yeah? To be honest with you. With, okay. uh, you know, usually I'm a big reader. Mm-hmm. So I like to read. I like to work out every day. I like to eat really healthy. Yeah. And this past week, I'm just like, you know what? I need a break. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I've done. Nice. And, uh. You kind of know, like I made this one post on my Facebook and uh, I was like, you know when when you need a break or if you're just um, like bitching out yeah. of, of what you know you should do. Yep. And that's kind of where I've been this past week. I've just been go, 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 like hammering on all my projects and different things I'm trying to work on and work on myself and just different things I'm involved in. And I, I'm involved in a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, sometimes I take on too much to where it overwhelms me and then I'm like, I can't do anything. That That's important that you realize that yeah. you needed to take a little bit of a break. Yep. Um, so how are you managing with that? Like how wh- – what's a break for you? What are you doing instead of – You know, I'm just uh, – no, I'm just taking the pressure off myself. Yeah. You know, there's no pressure. There's no, there's no timetable in life, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't – there's no – there's nobody – or no thing telling me you have to have this many pages done by by Monday or you have to have this video or this content done on your social media like there's yeah. no there's no rules yeah there's no rules and uh so what's helping me is just really just going with the flow and recentering myself yeah and just relaxing perfect you know and um it's hard for me to relax cuz I'm such a go-getter yeah and I'm such a like overachiever type of person so relaxing for me is actually quite hard. Well, it's it's funny you say that because it's almost so no one's saying that you need to get X amount of pages done. There's actually someone who's telling you that. It's you, right? But as long you're right. as you're honest with yourself, right. like for example, if you don't want to do something, right? You just don't do it. That's being honest with yourself. Yeah, well, you're right. You, so so it's yeah. like a 
you you told yourself you were going to read 10 pages. Yep. Sure, you can read 10 pages, but if you're also telling yourself, you know what, I need to mentally just disconnect for a little bit yeah. and you don't want to do it, as long as you – and it seems like you mm-hmm. feel great about that decision. As long as you feel great about the decision, there's nothing wrong with that. I think oh, – thank you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good point um, because sometimes – like I said, you just sometimes it just gets to be too much, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there's no like I said, there's no timeline on what you have to do or what you should do. There's no shoulds. Yeah. Um, do whatever you feel is right in your heart. And that's what's really been helping me is I have, you know, I've been snacking a little more this past week. You know, I've been not reading, you know, these things, but I'm getting back on that routine slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's really helped me, though, is just to. Take the pressure off. There's no need. There's no need. I felt that too. Um, so I sort of been doing the same thing, um, more so with the gym jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Like I've been okay. going, I've been going to both, but I used to be, I'm doing both on the same day. Yeah. Every fucking day. Yeah. And I just took a little bit of a break. Um, it's good. Needed my muscles to relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's better. You just I've been having more fun when it comes to like actually going to class to train instead of going balls to the wall yeah. every freaking time. Like today, I decided to be more technical okay. instead of going like wrestling base. Yeah, and man, it just you get you you learn more stuff about yourself. So it's 100%. always good to shock it up. You know, you're right. And, and I actually did it today. So I've been reading. Um, I've been continuing my ten pages a day. Okay. And this morning I got up and I was like. Dude, because I'm – it's funny. I'm going to have to reread this book. Yeah. For sure. Capitalism and Freedom by Milton Friedman. Okay. I'm going to have to reread it. Yeah, because, Morgan Friedman. He's a good author. Yeah, it's Morgan Friedman. Morgan Friedman, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? About the book. You got to reread the, it. No, I'm going to have to reread it because I'm just – I'm getting to the point where I'm reading so much that I don't even know if I'm retaining anything. Oh, anymore. okay. I've been but, there. Yeah. So like instead of my routine has been doing it every morning, the first thing I do when I get up, when I get up, yeah. make the coffee and right when the coffee is made, I open the book. Open the book. Today I said no. I said today I'm not. And then I just did my other whole routine yeah. and I read it like three o'clock in the okay. afternoon. It's it gets it, done. Like, you know, it felt better. It's interesting to me because I think as humans we are – I think – well, at least I thrive with a schedule and routine. Yeah. Like I'm really good on that. But I wonder if – sometimes you need to change up your routine and that's like what will still propel you forward. Like a little shock. Like a little shock. Kind of like in the gym. You know how you're supposed to like shock your muscles, do different things, change up the uh, speed of your workout, change up, you know, uh, different exercises to kind of like shock your muscles. Yeah. I wonder if our routines are the same way. I wonder if we kind of – because we kind of like get – stuck in that little path of what we're doing yeah i wonder if we have to change things up every once in a while just to keep things fresh i mean for me 1000 percent, because i get bored of things me too if i love things i get bored and that's where discipline is is Mm. that's where your self-discipline comes in so there's a lot of times where i just want to do like i want to do nothing more times but i won't because i want to discipline myself but for example like today my routine would have been coming home from jets, either one of the two things, going to the gym or going for a run. And I was head bent on going for a run. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because I succumbed to the weakness or I decided, fuck it. Like, because it was a beautiful day out. Right. And I, and I told myself, I was like, dude, I, you haven't been out to the bar just by yourself to get yeah, a drink yeah, yeah. in yeah. so long. Why is that? Like, like I want to do it. And I kept saying to myself, like, I want to yeah. do that. I want to do that. And then I really, like something, I just came to mm-hmm. realizations like, dude, you can. You just can. don't go for the fucking run. That's it. That's it. Or even if I went for the run and went, which I didn't. I was like, 
just fucking go have fun. Enjoy your fucking town that you live in. Yeah. To- it, you know what? I think sometimes we have an all or nothing mentality <sighs> to where like if I don't do this stuff all the time, I'm, I'm a failure. And I had it's that just, issue. It's just that I do too. Yeah. And I'm really like a perfectionistic person, mm-hmm. which I've gotten a lot better on. I'm working on that. But I just think um, – I think it's okay to have those breaks. I and I don't want anybody listening to take this the wrong way because if you're taking these breaks all the time, listen, one, like two or three times a week, yeah. you're not going to get anywhere. You're not. Sometimes you really do have to push through, be disciplined, and stick to your routine. Yeah. But if you can be disciplined enough to stick to your routine 95% of the time, look, having those nachos one day or going to the bar like you did one day, it's really it's not going to do anything. It really is not going to fucking do You're going to get day. right back on your routine the next yeah. day or the next week, whatever, and things are going to go good. For sure. For sure. And, th- and I think actually it's funny. I think the reason why I tend to get a little scared of – I don't want to say scared, worried yeah. of breaking the routine is – I don't want to make it a habit. So I tend okay. to just keep going. Okay. So like tomorrow now, I work in the morning and I'm going to like, but like afterward, I, I'm going to class, but I have to make sure I go to the gym. And if I don't go to the gym, I got to at least make sure I'm not eating my shit. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? yeah. It, it, it's, it is funny. It's a, it's a battle. Um, in the end though, I feel like it, we live in a, the age of social media so we can always show people what we are doing or not doing. Mm-hmm. I think in the end though, as long as you're just – it's a, it's really just an internal battle. Yeah. Sometimes as long as you can just be happy with – and I'm not saying like be happy. Like if you're fucking 400 pounds overweight and you're not happy, fucking change yourself. Right. Fucking get disciplined. Right. You know, stop feeling sorry for yourself. But like if you're doing really well and you have one slip up, dude – so it there's – uh, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Louis Carolla. No. I'm saying the wrong last name wrong. But he's a coach. I believe Notre Dame coach. Okay. And he's had a couple of videos that have went viral uh, that – like motivation videos. And he has a great quote. I'm going to see if I can get the whole thing right here. But it was um, lazy people will work hard or think they – I'm getting this wrong. Lazy people will work and uh, – you know what? The end of the quote. <laughs> I had this. I just sent this to somebody too. I forget it. Uh, win, winners will work their work as hard as they can all day long. At the end of the day, still think they didn't do enough. Oh wait a second! I think I've seen. I a forget video the of this beginning one. part, yeah, but yeah. that's the main part of it. Yeah, it's about um, and it's true. Never being complacent. Well, it's never being complacent, but it's also thinking. No, never being satisfied. It's never Sorry. being satisfied. satisfied. It's never being satisfied. Yeah. So that is that winner mentality. That is a blessing, yeah. You know that we both have, and that people like high achievers and driven people have. But it's that thing where you just have to be—you have to be confident in your own um, decisions. To where you know what I know in my mind and my body, I need to take a break right now. Yeah, you know, and that's perfectly okay. Yeah, that, um, that is, and that's hard thing to yeah. admit, especially when you have people like. When you're, you have like your Goggins, right? Yeah. And all these people who just never well, that's, fucking well, take you're breaks. comparing. Well, you're you comparing. Know? Exactly. And that's, and that is, a, so let's go on that actually. Yeah. Uh, what's so, but, but what's so dangerous about comparing? Isn't it good to always look at someone and be like, damn, he's inspires me I, or I will aspire to be him? Well, uh, you know, I, no, I don't think so. Okay. Because Why is that? you know what? Um, everybody is unique. We all have our own gifts. Yep. I don't care how many, like, Somebody having followers or a bunch of money doesn't make them more valuable than me. 
And I've always looked at it that way. Yes, there's people I emulate and people I want to be like and people's lives that I want to have, you know, be very similar to. Mm -hmm. But I'll always be Don Shoemaker Jr. Yeah, you won't be. I'm never going to be Joe McGone. I'm never going to be Andy Frisella. I'm never going to be Ed Milet. I'm never going to be Tony Robbins. I am Don Shoemaker. And that's how I look at it. I don't compare myself to any of those people. I used to put them on a big pedestal. Mm -hmm. But to me, I'm already there. Yeah. Kind of how we talked about that $3 million mindset. Yeah. I am that person already. Yeah. Time just hasn't caught up yet. That's a, that's an amazing mindset. I love that time just hasn't caught up yet. Um, it's almost like you're beating the, like you're getting ahead of the game, right, of, on your future. And what's also cool about that, like, I was listening. It's funny you brought up Ed Milet. Um, it's a very good uh, podcast. I think it's called The Ed Milet Show. You, sh- you folks should check it out. He's very good. He's uh, He has a very unique way of speaking, and he, he does get his message out in an amazing way he was talking about being rich like he was talking about the book um was it get rich what's the book you you always mentioned uh, it. something about rich, no it's rich dad poor dad no or? no you no that was one think and the, grow rich thank you think and okay. grow rich and and when you hear that title audience what what do you think when you because what what i thought originally was think and go rich what do you think i bet you 90 percent of you or maybe a hundred thought of green paper bills right because that's what i thought i thought of mansions i thought of lamborghinis i yeah, thought yeah. of jets yeah but he said it in his podcast episode he goes um and by the way rich does mean that but he also goes rich also means happiness right so it's like right the more i'm getting older the more i'm realizing the part of it i want the money right mm-hmm. but it's not all of it and and that speaks wonders because if we go back to how if we go back to my story about how i left my job my career, I should say, yeah. back in August of being an, like an auditor, right? I, yeah, I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. So I was rich maybe for my age group what the salary I was making, but I wasn't rich inside. I was pretty damn poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's interesting, you know. I, I don't even know where I was going with that, but fuck. Well, you know what? It comes down to, again, we talk about mindset a lot. Yeah. And rich is a mindset as well. Mm-hmm. I can go around and think um, ah, I don't have any money in my account. I'm poor. Life sucks. You know, keep my head down. Or I can walk around. Hey, man, how's it going? Yeah. I'm positive. Today's gonna be a great day. Yeah, man. Where's the money today? Yeah, and have an abundance mindset. How much better do you feel about yourself? Oh, that's yeah. free. Yeah, it is free. That it's is. free to think that way. Yep. Um, so I think that's a great point that you brought up about it's not always money uh, that makes you rich. You could be rich in relationships, rich in, you know, anything else in life, uh, rich in, you know, your environment, rich in prayer, you know, being really in tune with things. Um, yeah. I, I think that's a great way to look at it. I, it's an amazing way to look at it because you, if you speak to some of these people, not all, some people will probably go through their career of a high, high tech businessman. Like, you know, you hear for sell say all the time. He loves what he does and mm-hmm. like, he actually loves what he does. Yeah. But I, I think a lot of people who work the nine to five, who do really become successful entrepreneurs, not all of them are that happy. And then those people who aren't actually happy, who are fucking millionaires, multimillionaires, they have all the fucking hot ladies, all that shit. Yeah. You see, if you ask them, nine times out of ten they're probably gonna be like man i wouldn't do it like i I always come back to the one story of this lady i knew whose ex-husband was an investment banker 
and he retired at 45. He had, you know, quote unquote, fuck you money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he was always working. They would go on vacation. She would tell me he was 24 hours a day on vacation. He was on his phone. He had to get the deals done. Mm. And they got divorced, you know, for whatever right. reason. Right. Kept in touch, kept a cordial relationship. Next thing you know, she's asking him, you know, if you could do it again, would you do investment banking? He said, absolutely not. No. He goes, I didn't live my life. Yeah. So it's like, damn. Well, you know, I, I always like think about like you hear like, oh, what's your biggest fear in life? My biggest fear is regret. I never want to get to the end of my life and have regret. Um, and so that's why I'm so passionate about figuring out truly what I want to do at a young age. So regret for not doing what you think you were on this earth to do. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. doing what I feel as though I was meant to do. Yeah. And, and happy to do. Yeah. Because I think also, uh, you know, I think you ask any of these successful people, they'll tell you the best things about their life is the amazing relationships they have with people. Yeah. The because that's that's a huge part of business and a huge part of success is the relationships you can build with people, mm -hmm. and if you can um, form genuine relationships, positive and fun, genuine relationships with people, um, your life is never going to be dull and you're never going to be lonely. Yeah, that's that's a very nice outlook on it. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just it's a it's a great way to look at it, and uh, you know, I had a quote in my head too. I'm a walking quote library, as yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> I listen to a lot of shit, right? Yeah, that's it's never uh, in, a bad in thing. the one motivational YouTube video I was listening to, um, kind of regressing back to taking rest and taking a break. Is what if this time of rest and this time of uh, taking a break is key to your world class producing? Yeah. Okay. So, what if this time that you are taking back to to reflect a little bit is key? to you getting to that next level because you have a uh, mental clarity to see where you're going next and plan where you're going next and, exactly and, and see what you have done already and what you have accomplished and you can yep. critique mm -hmm. where maybe you're not mm -hmm. the most successful mm -hmm. it's it's almost a, it's probably not almost it is similar mm -hmm. to when you go to work out and people yeah. who work out seven days a week the minute like if you were to work out seven days a week if you took a week off and came back, people yeah. would probably be like, holy fuck, dude, like oh, yeah, you look yeah. different. Yeah. Because your body and muscles are actually healing right. and that's when they get bigger. Exactly. And stronger. Exactly. Same thing. Um, you know, for the listeners, I'm going to give you a challenge right now that is really going to change your life. I promise you. Um, I want you to list out where you were five years ago in all areas of your life. So list out where you were in your happiness in relationships, list out where you were financially, list out where you were athletically, list out where you were mentally. Write a list of where you were five years ago, one to 10. Now write a list of where you are right now, one to 10. Then compare those numbers. You're going to be mind blown of how much you've grown in the past five years if you have been truly focused on growth. Because as a growth-minded person, it's really easy to uh, feel like you're not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to do these types of exercises because you'll be surprised about how far you've really come in five years. Yeah, it's, it's... And then after you have your current numbers, I want you to do where you're going to be in another five years. 
and where you're going to improve those numbers in another five years. And then in five years, you're going to be able to look at that and be like, holy shit, I have come so far. This is absolutely incredible. So that's amazing to hear about that. Yeah, it is. I learned this from uh, the book Awaken the Giant Within uh, by Tony Robbins. Uh-huh. Um, this is a really good exercise he has in there. But I, I urge everyone, Joe, everybody to do this. It's a uh, it's an amazing technique. So actually, while you were saying that, I was actually doing a mental. Like I was looking at you, but I was doing a little mental recap yeah. of of where I was five years ago, and I can even tell you, holy shit! Like, oh yeah, it's completely different. Some yeah. things maybe seesawed a bit, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm completely in a different spot. I was like, I'll give you an example just from mine. I used to always go. Like, I used to be avid on wanting, like, absolute shredded body. Okay. So, though, I would... I see that's s- not your goal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ass. Like, <laughs> oh, I see. You turned into a comedian. Oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> that was good. I love it. Always got to keep it. Always got to keep it good here in the freaking... Always got jokes. Exactly. We'll take it from here. We don't... We, we talk serious, but we also fuck around. So, yeah. that was good. Um, but fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was good. <laughs> but I used to always, I, I would essentially starve myself. Um, okay. I wouldn't eat properly. Wouldn't eat healthy. Okay. I would run five days a week. I would go to the gym four days a week. And I, I I'll tell you, I got pretty damn shredded. I felt yeah. like shit. I was tired. Um, mentally wasn't there because I wasn't getting the nutrients. Mm. I would constantly be looking at myself in the mirror and, yeah. and always seeing, what I was not instead of what I was. Okay. Um, now that it was my meant that was my workout, I would say my fitness. Okay. When it came to relationships, I I didn't have anyone. Um I was always wondering why I didn't have anyone, when it was gonna come. Right. Um, I would always fail at trying to pick uh certain you know, create relationships because I was okay. forcing it. Okay. I can tell you that everything is complete opposite right now. Okay. When I am working out now I still think I'm in very good shape. I know I can be an absolute mm-hmm. like I'm not in bad shape. I'm in very 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 good shape, but mm-hmm. I what I want like I I would say like I would like to be like Mitch Hattier, Okay. Right? Yeah. And I know that I'm capable of that. It's good to have that goal. The goal, right? You know. Um but there's a lot that I need to change to get to that goal. Yeah. But I'm also happy. Like remember That's good. satisfied like I good. I'm not like I'm not I look at myself now and I, and I say, damn, like, dude, you're doing a good job for yeah. yourself. But I'm also keeping myself in check. Well, you're satisfied, but you're not at the same time. You yes. Know, you know you have a goal you want to get to. Yes. But you're enjoying the journey to get there. Exactly. And that's all it is. And I also admit that um, I do need to stop some of the ways that I eat to get to that okay. physique because it's just impossible. Okay. Um, I'm not. Yeah. But like at the same yeah, time, you know, I thought I saw a little bit of sauce on your on your face. Were you eating some pizza before the show? Actually, I was eating meatballs. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I sauce on no, my lips? You didn't. That's perfect. I was eating it's meatballs. It's funny because I was being an asshole. I, no, I had no idea. No, hey, yo, this dude. guy's stuffing his face with some meatballs. Was, you know, fucking how many meatballs could you have? You know what I mean? Four. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, Italian accent coming out there a little bit. Oh shit, he Forget called about me out. It. Dude, uh, that's funny. Uh, that's no, funny. fucking that. That's not like a joke. Though. I funny. actually had four meatballs before. You came well, it's good protein. It is good. Protein. You know, it's good protein. It's all about the macros. <laughs> all about the macros. <laughs> 
I'm like, what's the macro scale for two <laughs> Moscow mules? Yeah, <laughs> we don't track that. Uh, um, yeah, you know, where else are we going with this, Joe? I don't know. If there's one thing about this show that I love, yeah. is that we don't fucking plan shit. No, no we don't. We no. don't. It, which is kind of cool. Because it shows that I think it breeds more creativity because we're forced yeah. to think on our feet. That's, that's, for sure. yeah. that's for sure. That's for sure. You know, I, I was talking with Joe a little bit before the show. And one thing that I wanted to bring up was the topic of worrying. Okay. And in particular, how much we really shouldn't worry in life. Um, I'm somebody who, you know, I always want to plan. I always mm-hmm. want what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be, whether it's my living situation, whether it's my job, uh, no matter what. You know, I'm somebody I always want to be a step ahead, which isn't a bad thing, but it is if you start worrying a lot about it. And I think that's a problem that a lot of us have. We ask ourselves these what if problems like what if it doesn't work out? What if I do this and this happens? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? But what if it doesn't actually work out? Exactly. Or what if it doesn't work yeah. out? Well, that's okay. It's okay. Then it wasn't supposed, it wasn't, it was meant to be. That's, that's the exact thing. It was meant to be. For. Or, or the, the, so I, I don't mean to cut you off there, but no, that's, no. that's the actual answer I was looking for that or find another way. Find another way. So, yeah, I mean, listen. You know, you could want something really bad, and if it's not supposed to work out, God's not going to let it work out. Yeah, that's it. You know, if if you, you could want something all you want, but if that's not part of your plan, it ain't going to happen. And and you got to be you got to be okay with that as well, and have peace in whatever happens happens. Yeah, I, I'm learning about that a lot, and actually to tie full circle a little bit to what I just said two minutes ago about the relationship, I wanted yeah. it so bad. It wasn't in my plans for the time being. And it's like so much better now because now I don't have to worry about anything. I can do whatever okay. the fuck I want. I love that. Because I'm not tied to anyone or anything. I and love I'm that. not saying that I don't want because I actually do. Right, right. But now I can actually truly be in control of my own destiny. And you're not forcing things. Yeah. Which is really good. That's huge. Um, you know, there's a think, lot. Of- do you think there are a lot of – sorry to cut you off. But do no, you think there's a lot of failed marriages and failed relationships that are coming from – and you see a lot these days, uh, people forcing people Dude. settling. Uh, a thousand percent. Don't yeah. settle. I mean, we talked about that with your sister a yeah. little bit. Don't settle. If if they don't check all the boxes, they ain't for you, man. Yeah. They ain't for you. Don't, don't you know, it, this is about being truly happy. Don't yeah. settle ever. If they don't check the boxes that you like, that's settling. Wasn't, wasn't Dr. Moodis, shout out Gus, how you doing? Um, didn't he say something about instead of going... From having a, a checklist and checking them off at the date, you build oh, up. Yeah, he did. Did we talk about he, that? He did, yeah. He mentioned with trust when with we were trust, talking about yeah. trust. How usually you go into a relationship and you're you're 100% trustworthy yeah. from the beginning. Well, really it should be zero. start at zero and build to 100. I like that. I and uh, I like that as well. Yeah. So, But I also think like you're narrowing down your relationships to just a female Relationships is everybody. It's yeah. Relationships with your friends, with your parents. I love that you everyone said in that. your life. You need to build those relationships with everybody in your life. And that actually goes back to what you just said about not worrying, because you hit the fucking nail right on its head. With yeah. me, my relation. When I talk about relationship with anyone, mm-hmm. I, I I 
don't even consider relationship with business partners, relationship with oh, yeah, family, yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. I only do the girlfriend. Sorry. Right. No. <laughs> we're playing a little footsie there. Sorry. Um, oh, I didn't even notice. No, I think we were. That's why I was laughing. Yeah. Uh, but, but think about it. Instead of me, because I'm looking at it this way. I'm looking at where's my girlfriend. Okay. Instead, I should be like. I'm not going to worry because I'm oh, so rich. I have a beautiful family, beautiful friends, oh great coworkers. How blessed. I'm, I, I'm blessed. How blessed. I have that one that's missing, but it won't be missing forever. No, she's not missing. Yeah. She's out there. She's out there. I just need to find. Yeah, that's it. She needs to find you. You need to find yeah, each other. You know? Exactly. And I think, you know, everything in my life that I've tried to force never worked out. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And, uh, you know, true. my mom always told this to me because, you know, she would say, you know, just let, let life unfold. Yeah, you know, and uh, the the best is gonna come to you naturally. The best people in your life, you know. I I think when, I think when you truly just focus on yourself and being a genuine good person yourself, and and being a genuine uh, individual, always doing the right thing, you know. I th- I think the the right people naturally gravitate to you. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I feel like you because you sort of go on the same. Plain, yeah, so to speak. The same like wavelength. Wavelength, you know? yeah. Think, thinking the same way. And, but I, I have a question for yeah. you, and this is actually like a question that I want to know what your answer is. Um, so we're talking about this now, and this sounds great, right? Don't worry. You yeah. know, everything's planned. You know, everything's going to work out in the end. Awesome. I feel good about it now. Now let's just say hypothetically I go in the car, drive back to my apartment. What what do I do to stop thoughts that come come back in that I'm not where I want to be? Well, how do you approach that? You know, I think it comes down to. I think it comes down to gratitude and prayer. Okay, I think it comes down to gratitude and prayer, and, you know, I say a little prayer to myself. I say, um, you know, I say, Lord, I know that the blessing is already prepared. You are simply preparing me for the blessing. Okay. I trust in your divine timing. I know that everything is coming my way, and I trust in you. Amen. That's beautiful. So I say that to myself, and that helps me a lot. That helps me to kind of calm down. And I'm grateful. I, I make sure I practice gratitude for the things that are, are really good in my life. You mm-hmm. know, like, yes. Maybe I'm lacking in this one thing, right? Or whatever I, I want that I don't have right now. Well, look, I still have uh, a full fridge at home of food. Yeah. I have, you know, a beautiful house to live in. I have amazing parents. I have a, a dog that is so happy every single time I come home that it's like she's never seen me before. Mm-hmm. Um, I have amazing friends. Yeah. I have, uh, you know, a great job with, uh, with great people. So all these things, I make sure I'm always keeping myself in that grateful state. And that takes all the anxiety and the worry away. Okay. Um, and that's how I deal with it. Okay, cool. Thanks. Because it's hard. You know, you usually, it's easy when you're in like a, around yeah. a social setting. It's, it seems better. But then when you go in your, in your own thoughts, it can be very hard. Well, you know what? You also have to do a lot of work to figure out whatever it is that you feel as though you're lacking in Mm -hmm. and that you're struggling in that you don't have right now. What work can I do to get myself closer to that goal? So as much as I'm praying and I'm practicing gratitude, I'm still actively trying to 
figure things out. Mm-hmm. I'm still actively journaling and asking myself these these questions about how I can get closer to that goal, whatever it is that I'm maybe worrying about, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know what? At the end of the night, I just say, I give it to God. I give all my worries to God, and I just don't worry. Cool. That's it. Nice. So does that help? Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that helped a lot. Thank you. So good. That's what I do. Perfect. Awesome. So I actually have a question for you. You feeling all right over there, John? Oh, I feel like <laughs> I'm not drunk. Trust me. I'm not drunk. This is actually hey, a good like conversation. falling over over there. No, no. Um, if you could tell your 10-year-old, sorry, if you could tell yourself 10 years in the past, right? So you're 15. So you're mm-hmm. 25 now, right? Yeah. Let me, re- let me rephrase this question okay. like a human being. Yeah. You're 25 years <laughs> 25. old. 25. If you could tell 15-year-old Don Schumacher Jr. anything right now, what would it be? Wow. I never thought about that. If I could tell 15-year-old Don, uh, you know, I think I would tell him, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fucking go for it. Don't be afraid to ask out that girl, the hottest one. Don't be afraid to say your dreams and do what you want to do. Not what anybody else wants to do. Do what you want to do. And don't be uh, afraid of judgment of others. You know, you have a lot of friends that may judge you if you say certain things or do certain things. And I would tell that 15-year-old me that it doesn't matter. And that you need to just do what's going to make you happy. And that everything you're doing right now is building you into the man you're going to become years down the road. That's what I would say. That's deep. That's what I would say. Love that. How about you, Joe? What's, uh, what's, how old are you? You're 29? 19 What's 19-year-old Joe? Uh, stop, what are you saying to him? Stop overanalyzing. Yeah. Explore more avenues. Mm. Don't pigeonhole yourself to one thing. Okay. There's more out there than you think you want. Um, be open more so than you already are. I like the don't care what anyone else thinks. And just take more shots. That's it. What kind of vodka? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Was, Take yeah. more shots, yeah. Take more shots. Don't be Just, afraid. Don't be afraid. Um, stop overanalyzing. Yeah. Your overanalyzing blurs your vision of what the possible opportunities that are right in front of your face. I love that. Ignoring it. Um, the don't the explore more options and more routes obviously is a, a tribute to me pigeonholing myself in a career I didn't want to do. Um, and thankfully I found out at 29 instead of later on mm-hmm. and it would have been better though to see that at 19, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. That's what I would tell him. I love that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I like the part that you said, stop overanalyzing things because I struggled with that so much in my life and especially at 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, um, thinking that I had to have everything figured out. Like yeah. right now, like whatever I was going to do for the rest of my life, I had to figure it out right now. Yeah. And if I don't, I'm a failure. It's ne- nothing's ever going to work. I'm not going to have enough time. Right. All these things. And just how foolish that was to think that way. Yeah. Um, because, 
you know, life is just a matter of figuring things out as you go, really. Make sure you can have these plans, but um, life unfolds. It truly does unfold as you go. Yeah. And you don't know what avenues or what opportunities are going to open or what people you're going to meet if you go and try something. Yeah. And I've always preached get involved. And get involved, join a club. You know, if you're in high school, whatever, if you're in school right now, if you're listening, join a club, join a sport, um, go out to be uh, in an officer position of your key club. You know, it's the only thing I can think of. I was in key club. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was president of key club mm-hmm. and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. But I ran the meetings. It taught me things and it it, it allowed me to try different things out and meet new people. And have new experiences because life is all about your experiences. Yeah. You know, if you're never trying anything, if you're too afraid to look stupid, you're never going to have a new experience and you're never going to learn what truly is going to make you happy and what's going to make you tick and where you're going to stand out. Yeah. Amen. I love that. That was was powerful. It's true. Yeah. Cool. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's such a funny thing, you know, growing up, um, Man, I, I can't even I can't even describe how much I struggled with thinking uh, I had to have everything figured out and thinking that I um I sort of needed I need to have such a plan and analyze fucking everything. Man. Every 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 little tiny minute thing. detail. Oh, did I say hi weirdly? Did I did Oh I that's look too. like a did yeah, I that's look too. like a, I, did I look stupid in front of her? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking oh. I'm thinking about my future. No, but yeah, oh, I did no. that I did that too. But like that's like analyze every conversation I had. Oh, did I say that weird? Yeah. What are they thinking? Oh, what are they going to think after I said that? Well, yeah, they said that, right? But like, oh, I didn't respond right away to that text message. Are they going to think I'm ignoring them? Exactly. All these stupid All things. Stu- but, but like the thing is, it goes hand in hand with what you were saying about overanalyzing what your life and what you need to do. Because if you're overanalyzing at such a trivial level, because that's what it is. It's trivial. When you're thinking about what someone may potentially be thinking about you, which by the way, they're not thinking fucking shit. No, no, you. no. Um, then you are going to be overanalyzing. You know, yeah. you're going to be overanalyzing everything. Mm-hmm. So it's good to catch yourself. You know, it. You know, another thing, I think I would tell that to my 15-year-old self too is stop overanalyzing because looking back, how many beautiful relationships I could have had with girls or anybody really that or could have been friends with. Right. If I would have just stopped overanalyzing, what are they going to think about me? Yeah. Um, and if I just would have went for it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's... You know, I still overanalyze a little bit, but I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll tell that to myself, too. Yeah. Like, look, nobody's thinking about you. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. thinking about you. They're thinking about a million other things in their life, just like you are right now. Exactly. Um, that conversation that you had that you think went weird or that you said something weird, or you said something offensive or whatever. They're not thinking about it five minutes after you walk away. No, you no. might be thinking about it four hours afterwards. And that's in your – But they're crea- not thinking your, about it. You're creating a reality. You're creating a, re- a false reality a false in your reality, head. Yeah. So um, – That was big too, how many friendships. Yeah. You know, um, one thing that I'm starting to realize too, a lot of the times if I got rejected. Yeah, right. Right? Right. As a kid, I would get pretty offended. But like I, I wouldn't like show it to the girl. Okay. Sometimes, but like – I would get really, really offended. And instead of just being like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just be friends with her. And then that's it, like going your merry way. Mm-hmm. 
I would like sort of cut off a little bit. Okay. And think about that. Think about how much harm you're doing to yourself because if you're able oh. to be mature enough to stay friends with someone or yeah. be friends with someone, then that actually just shows them like, hey, they don't like you, but oh my God, I have this friend and she would love, you know what I mean? Like oh, you're just, yeah. you're building friendships. Yes. You just, that's one thing I would tell Well, myself. because, you know, people make the party. They truly do. And if, and if you can have, um, you know, like I, I truly think a huge key to life is building relationships uh, with, with people in your life. And you can do this at a young age. You can do this when you're in middle school. You can do this when you're in high school. Um, support your friends. Support your inner circle. Who Who is hitting you up? You know, uh, and text them. Hey, ha- hope you have a good day, man. Yeah. Or, hey, you know, I love that shirt you're wearing today. You know, these things go a long way. Yeah. And something that I've started to do the past year is I send appreciation texts every morning. And this is a great way to build relationships with people. Um, these are genuine texts. I'll go through my contacts, somebody I haven't talked to in a while. And I'll be like, hey, hope you're doing well. You know, uh, maybe, you know, saw you were over here on social media or whatever. That looked so cool. You know, talk to you soon. And it's just something simple like that. You know, you're building a relationship with somebody just to let them know you care about them. And you'd be amazed about how far that really goes in their book and how good that makes you feel as well. And I urge everybody listening to do these things. The people in your life that are really, that you consider in your circle and that you consider close to you, support them. Nurture that relationship. And I think, you know, really good things would happen from that. That's huge. I love that. So yeah, perfect. I think that's a good place to. I think so. Wrap man. Up, man. Yeah, it's all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. No, <laughs> I was vibing though. It was good though. But I like yeah. I, honestly. I. It's all about the that, vibe. That, that's busted my chops here, thinking if I'm drunk or not about to fall over. No, I'm really just deep in thought. Yeah. With uh, a lot of the shit you said is resonating with me. A lot of shit. I like that. That you're saying is making me realize that that I could do more and reach out more, and I like that. It's cool. Yeah, there well, doesn't have to yeah. be a reason. Like, you know what? No, no, no to, reason. No agenda. No agenda. No agenda. It's just that. Like, you know, I, I, yeah, that's it. Just genuinely care. Just care. Man, you could reach out to your aunts, your uncles. Yeah. You know, family, friends you haven't seen in a little while. Um, and, you know, just let people know that you care. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, I know it goes a long way in my book. So. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, I think that's the show. That's definitely the show. It was uh, this was a good one? I didn't expect that any of what we spoke about. I wasn't. I didn't either. It, yeah. You know, it's really cool. Time after time, show after show. Man, we've been going for fifty-four minutes, and it truly doesn't feel like we've been Talking vibing here for an hour. I mean, this is just something that I'm learning. Um, when you truly find your passion, and when you truly find. Uh, you know, some things you really like to do, time doesn't exist. Yeah. And I really enjoy doing this podcast with you, Joe. And I, I really too. enjoy speaking and, and talking about life and, and and sharing my perspective and diving introspectively. And I just I just realized that, wow, you know, this is this is something else with uh time just goes away. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, no, thank you. I, I really enjoy doing this podcast with you. Yeah. We definitely vibe off each other. We definitely compliment each other. We definitely challenge each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think 
this is all I, I, I mostly I just have fun with. It. Oh yeah, that's all. That's it. Well, fun. think that's why we started this this exactly. show, right? And uh, you know, for the listeners, you know, I want you to think about right now as we close out this show, what makes time go away for you? Yeah. What makes time kind of feel like it doesn't exist for you? Um, find that thing and do it. Pour into it, and that's probably your gift. And your gift will make room for you. Hell yeah. So, Amen. I love that. I'll take that into consideration because I'm in that current state too. There you go. Also, um, think about the stuff, like the questions that we were asking each other about what would you tell the 10, uh, 10 years ago yourself. Yeah. Um, think about that. And whatever you would tell yourself 10 years ago, tell yourself now mm-hmm. because it's obviously something that will help you. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So we are on uh, Instagram. We'll take it from here podcast. We are also on YouTube uh, at we'll take it from here with Joe and Don. Uh, We are also on TikTok TikTok. at we'll take it from here. So give us a follow on there. Um, We would greatly appreciate it. Um, And uh, you can follow me at Don Schumacher Jr. Joe Francesco 48 on Instagram. And uh, that's it for today. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Take care.